Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Hobby Addicts. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I am being joined today by just one co-host, but she's going to be badass enough for all three of them. Her name is Mandy. Hello. What is up, Mandy? I'm here. I'm okay. Not much. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a week. <laughs> well, we. That's all I can say. <laughs> normally, normally, during the progression of, of days, we do have things called weeks, and we have months as well. Yes, this is true. <laughs> well, I hope that next week is better for you. How about that? Thank you. Hopefully. Have you at least been having fun playing Warcraft? Um, on and off. Uh, there are things I don't like about this expansion. There are things that uh, that are kind of cool. Um, I'm far behind all of my guild mates, but I'm trying. I'm trying to catch up. They, those nerds, just never work. <laughs> they don't have jobs. <laughs> they do work. They just that's all they do is uh, after work is play Warcraft. So I can't catch up. No, they have a compa- No, they all have. They all have schedules where they get to work when they want to work. Like, um, they're all, most of them are in video game, uh, um, design. Uh, like my one, yeah, design. Sorry, I um, I had a massive brain fart for a second. But um, one friend works for Riot Games. He works on League of Legends, so he basically gets to work when he wants to work. I don't know. Wow, it's I'm that jealous. sounds good. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, well, I hope you ha- I hope you have fun. Fine. I hope you find a way to have fun playing Warcraft all the time, and I hope that all your friends are nice to you, and I hope that all the people that are listening are also nice to Mandy and myself as well, because we are all alone today, and we are going to need all of the support we can get. So, yeah, we're having issues with recording. Our studio, our studio is destroyed. People are missing. It blew up. It blew up. <laughs> caught on everywhere. fire. The studio burned down. All that's left, all that's, all that's left is part of a figure of Goku and a piece of Bulma's hair. <sighs> it's, it's a sad time. But anyway, um, what's not sad is Dragon Quest Eleven came out, and that's probably the newest hotness. I, I don't think it's that. I don't feel like it's that hot. Like, I feel like people aren't really playing it that much. I don't expect... Oh, really? Well, I mean, uh, unlike when Monster Hunter came out and, the, and half of our Discord was playing it, if you that's go in true. there and ask who's, who's yeah, playing... Yeah, I'm only going off, like, Discord. <laughs> like, I see a lot of people talking about Dragon Quest on Discord, but I guess outside of that, I haven't really seen much. I only know one person from real life that's playing Dragon Quest, so, mm-hmm. other than myself. But that doesn't mean that it's not a, a great game. Uh, the game itself is is quite good, and honestly, it, it's reminiscent of the, of the of all the Dragon Quest games that have come out throughout the last several decades. It's it's pretty much what people should expect and what they would want from Dragon Quest. Right down to the art style, of course, is, is done by Akira Toriyama. For those people that, are, that, that don't know what Dragon Quest is, back in the heyday of Dragon Ball, which was like the late 80s, I think, the uh, Dragon Ball was just the biggest thing that's like ever happened in Japan in terms of entertainment. And right on the heels of Dragon Ball, right when that was hot, this company called Enix was like, well, shit, we need to make a video game and we need to make this game have the character designer be the guy who did Dragon Ball so that we can have our main characters look like Dragon Ball characters and this game's going to sell gangbusters and they're really ridiculous. So that's what they did. Akira Toriyama did all the character designs for the Dragon Quest games. And so if you look at them, it's pretty clear that you're looking at what what looks like Dragon Ball characters. And, and that's, Yeah, I've always noticed that. Yeah, and so the main character of this game looks a lot like Trunks, and he has 
like he has his hair, you know, Trunks has like his hair parted on the sides and it's straight down to about his, do around his, mm-hmm. do around his shoulder length. That's what, that, that's what this guy's hair looks like. It's not the same color as Trunks's hair, but the guy also uses, a, uses a sword primarily. So he, he definitely is reminiscent of, of a Trunks character. And, uh, the main character gets found when he's a baby by a guy that looks like Grandpa Gohan. So it's very much, so it's very much going to be sort of a nostalgic feeling for people that have that have that are fans of Dragon Ball. But aside from that, the the story I haven't I haven't played enough of the game. See, this is what I do. I basically go to work and I say I'm going to come home. I'm going to come home early, and I'm going to get all my stuff done, and I'm just going <laughs> to play Dragon Quest for like six hours tonight, and it's going to be awesome. And that's never. And then you never it, do it because that's what it I do. Never happens. <laughs> Usually I'm like dicking around or wasting time, <laughs> taking a nap, whatever it is, that's, until it's like... That's all, That's me 100%. I'm always like, man, tonight I'm going to go home, I'm going to get so much done. I'm going to read, I'm going to play a game, I'm going to watch uh, this anime that we have to watch for this week. Yeah. I, I'm going to clean, yeah. I'm going to cook. No, We're going to do I it. I come home and I sit, stare at Twitter. <laughs> it never happens, does it? Never. Never happens. Yeah, so pretty much over the course... So the game came out on Tuesday, the 4th of September, and I've played probably f- four or five hours of, of on the game in the, oh, during wow. the week, and they're very, like, distracted hours, So because I'll be, like, watching 12 Kingdoms with someone on Discord while I'm grinding in Dragon Quest, so I'm kind of, like, half paying attention to it. But fortunately, it's not really the type of game, at least in the beginning, that requires you to be like having intense focus because it is a turn-based RPG, and so and the dialogue also requires you to click through it. So you can pretty much, you know, go through several lines of story, put it down, go get ice cream or something, or watch Twelve Kingdoms or whatever you're doing. If you're in a battle, the monsters the monsters will wait for you all day long if you want them to. They'll just sit there and wait. Because it's all turn-based, so it isn't a game that like requires you to be, you know, have very quick button pressing, and you're not having. To, it's not like a fighting game or something like that. So, right. And I think that that's been one of the staples of the Dragon Quest series for a long time is that people people really like it because it's it's one of the only RPG RPGs that are left that retain their its original style. So like Final Fantasy has gone through all these like mutations. <laughs> You know yeah, what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Final <clears throat> Fantasy's definitely changed. It's, a lot. Now they're trying so hard to get more into like the action RPG. <laughs> I hate it, honestly. But but yeah, Final, Final Fantasy went from turn-based to active turn-based to straight-on action RPG. And right... MMO. Yeah, MMO, <laughs> whatever. And, and, Final, and Dragon Quest is just turn-based, 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 turn-based. We, we want to be what we are. And so, like, that's why I love Dragon Quest so much. One of the reasons is because it's just hold, it holds true to something that I loved when I grew up, you know? So, like, if, like you and you're around my age, and when we grew up, turn-based games mm-hmm. are what the, is what we had. Yeah. So, and, uh, and we don't get many of those anymore. But, so the Dragon Quest game looks beautiful. The art is really beautiful. The monsters are super cute. The, the little slimes, the little a little bike, like owls carrying lanterns, like cute stuff like that. Um, I, 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 I did run into some orange slimes last night, and they were also easy to kill, but they're equally as cute. And the characters look like Dragon Ball characters. The towns and the music are very charming. The game is fully voiceovered. And 
all in all, like it's been a pretty good experience so far. It has a it has a skill it has a skill system that is reminiscent of the sphere grid from Final Fantasy X. So, Ooh, okay. so like when you level up, so they give you this um they give you a grid that has like six sections on it. So you start in the middle and it looks like a honeycomb and it has like an evenly distributed amount of space around the center into like six sections. So if you can picture that in your head. And when you level up, you get um, like skill points. So you'll get two or three skill points per level. And in order to fill out a, a block on the board, you have to spend somewhere between three and 10 skill points to unlock the space. And the space will say something like, your attack increases by five, or your defense increases by five, or you learn, or you learn Giga Slash, or you learn Dragon Slash, some, sl- some, some slashing attack that's, that's a f- particularly effective against dragons. And depending on what you want to do with your character, I could see you really having to make some choices on there, because even though the grid isn't that big compared to the Final Fantasy one, you're really going to have limited amounts of air spaces that you can move into because I presume this game has a 100 level cap, which means you're going to have somewhere between 250, somewhere around 250 skill points total to play with. And I don't know if 250 skill points is going to be enough to do the whole board. So you really are going to have to sort of strategically choose what kind of character you want your characters to be. So if you want your main guy to use great swords, you got to go to the right. If you want him to use swords and shields, you got to go to the left. And you may not be able to do both. So you need to be careful. That reminds me of The Witcher a bit. Yeah, it's like The Witcher. You know, you, you could never do everything. So Yeah. Is there a level cap? Do you know that? I don't know. I'm only level 11. But okay. I, I know that the prior Dragon Quest games had, had a level cap. And I think it's 99. Although I've never gotten to it. Okay. The, so in this so right. in this game you're playing as this guy who you you name him he, he's one of those main characters that has no name and he doesn't speak so it's kind of like cloud from Final Fantasy 7 except he does he even doesn't have a name so he, they're trying to get the player to put themselves in the main characters um, like shoes I guess is it for lack of a better word and so I of course mm-hmm. named my guy Mitsugi and you find out that you are the reincarnation of this luminary that is like a savior or a god or an angel or something, some kind of a holy being that has been used to fight evil in the past. And you are the reincarnation of this being. And so you are being sent to this town to talk with someone who can pretty much shed more light on your situation and kind of knows what's going on and can help you. And so you head to this town. It's called like Heliodor or something like that. It's this, it's this neat little town, and you want to and you want to meet with the king because the king is, you know, he's the most knowledgeable person in this kingdom, and he's the one that can help. So you go to you and you meet this king, and you say, you know, I am the reincarnation of this luminary, and he doesn't really believe you until you show this like symbol you have on the back of your hand, and on the and it and the symbol has done crazy stuff in the game already up up until this point, like like light up and, and like defeat a monster with the light that comes out of his hand, stuff like that. And hmm. the king acts like he's your friend. And this isn't much of a spoiler because this is like literally still tutorial stage type content. The king hates you because he believes that you are going to bring a, a calamity to, to the land because the luminary in the past has always been an entity that has used that has appeared whenever something bad is about to happen. Like 
the the dark one or whatever they call him, the, some big bad monster demon that the luminary has fought in the past. Because the luminary is now back, they assume that the that the monster that the bad the bad stuff is back too. And so, but in some stupid way, so some for some stupid reason, and they don't really explain what this is yet at this point in the point in the game that I'm in. Rather than embracing you and saying, "Great, you're here. You can help us fight this impending doom." They throw him in jail, and they say, "Well, you're a, you're you're a her- <laughs> you're a heretic. You are you're going to bring nothing but sadness upon everybody." And so they put you in jail, which doesn't make sense to me because I will probably. I mean, it's like what? Great, put me in jail, but when the shit hits the fan, you're going to need me and come back for me anyway. Right. <laughs> so I don't really get it, but but I'm guessing maybe the king is actually working with the evil being, and so he's trying to eliminate the. Sounds you know like what I mean? It. It's probably what's going to happen. And he looks very evil yeah. too. He has like he has like tufty facial hair and a big mustache and. Oh, if he looks sketchy, then yeah, he's definitely. Oh, he's sketchy, sketchy. <laughs> and he's got these two knights called Sir Jasper and Sir Hendrick that are also really nasty. So, huh. when you're in jail, you meet this guy named Eric, and he's like this super cool thief character who has like awesome blue hair. He kind of has like a Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan blue type hair to him in a way, but he's he's not like jacked out like Goku would be. He's just a normal looking guy with a hood, and you don't really realize how awesome his hair is until he pulls his hood back, and then you can see his blue hair, and you're like, damn, like that's awesome. Looks just like Dragon Ball. And Eric is in jail because he stole some like ancient relics from the king and gave the relic to his friend before he got caught. And so the first thing you do when you get out of jail, when you, when Eric helps you escape from jail is you go get the item back that, that you sort of have lost while you were in prison. So that's the whole first section of the game is going and sort of learning how to play the game while doing this like sort of light quest me questy mission thing which consists of let's go we have to travel through a couple a couple maps of like wilderness and then we go into this cavey type ruin that has the or has the orb in it that you're trying to get that you that you that you want and you got to defeat a ton of monsters there's a couple boss fights and then when you get the orb you you scoot out of the out of the ruin and head on to the next area and in the next area is where I left off last night, and I've run into the next who I know will be the next two characters that will join the party, which are two girls, and they are. I'm kind of excited to have them with me because they're going to be using healing and attack magic, I think, and so that's going to be that's going to be really useful because right now, right now Eric can't do much of anything except he has a couple of basic like weapon skills and my main guy can heal and use fire magic. So he's pretty useful, but Eric is not that useful at this point. So, oh, okay. I was going to ask you, what do you think of the combat so far? Like, is it really strategic or does it seem kind of simple? Um, it's, a, it's very simple. It's, okay. it's what you would expect of a game like at the level of final fantasy six, maybe. Oh, okay. So y- I was just wondering, I was thinking about Persona. I was like, as much as I love Persona, it kind of falls into that, like, okay, I just use exactly what they're weak against and then I can just kill them all in, like, one round. Because, yes. <laughs> you know, I just keep stunning them. So I've never found Persona challenging, so I was curious really? if this had some kind of similar, it like, issue. I find that interesting because the Persona, like, the Shin Megami Tensei games are kind of known for being unnecessarily hard to play if that makes sense 
Really? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not for me. <laughs> yeah, so um, basically the, the battle system consists of attack, which is exactly what you would think. It has... You have magic, which I have a I have a fire spell that hits one enemy. I have a fire spell that hits multiple enemies in a certain area. And I have a a, a healing spell and I have a couple special sword attacks that are that come that fall under a different category called abilities. Um you also have your basic things like defend, you can change your equipment during battle, you can flee. And when and much like other RPGs, when your characters meet a certain set of requirements that are kind of unknown to you, you enter a sort of... A limit break? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you enter, okay. you enter like a trance phase, basically, where they call, it, they call it being pepped up, which kind of is, I don't know, pepped up. So you, you enter this thing, you enter this phase called the pep phase, and your characters kind of glow blue, and it enhances their defense and their attack stats a lot. So you do probably two to three times as much damage as you would have done before with like basic attacks. And if you have multiple party characters that are pepped up at the same time, they can, they can co collaborate and combine their skills to do new skills. So there's one that when Eric and the main character are both pepped up, they have this attack where the one character distracts the enemy from the front while the other character jumps behind the enemy and basically stabs it in the back. And it does two. It has two attacks that register at about four times normal damage. So you're doing like eight times damage basically from that attack, and it's it's pretty powerful. And but if but once you use that 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 special combination ability, the pepped up phase disappears and it's gone. If you just want to like have the characters fight individually, you can usually get maybe four or five attacks attacks out before the pep before the pep phase goes away. So it's not that it's not that unique. I mean, this is not anything new for people that have played RPGs in the past. This is you're not going to have to learn anything. That's it's pretty much st standard basic RPG combat system. I would say. Is this open world? Um. <clears throat> Sorry, I was just looking up pictures of it, and uh, like it looks like the terrain's large, but I can't tell if that's just the area they're in. Or if they're like definitely like paths, only paths you can follow. So the the train is pretty big. I mean, I've only been through a few areas at this point, but you'll be in an area. We'll call it area like the west, west, uh, whatever. Call it the west or some shit. You're in the west, and if you look at the map, there will be like four or five different areas that attach to this section of the map. So you could go like north to a city, south to a city, east to a forest. And west might split into like another grassland area or like a, I don't know, a cemetery or something like that. And so you can freely walk where you want to go. You can also ride a horse by summoning a horse. There's like these various spots where you ring this bell and, the, and a horse comes. You can ride a horse. And if you use a Kimura wing, which is an item, it'll let you travel to any per previous spot where you had saved your game or had a checkpoint. So you can you can kind of fast travel with items. And I think later on, if it's anything like the other Dragon Quest Dragon Quest games, you will be getting like a boat or a plane or something like that that will let you fly around the map more quickly. So I don't know if that describes what you mean by open world or not, but that's kind of that's how the game functions. Um, it seems large, but I, I don't know if I'd say it's open world from what you're telling me, because I think open world means if there is a place that you see, you can go to it. 
So if there are definitely boundaries, I wouldn't say it's open world. Okay. Yeah, there are boundaries. But uh, this platypus cat monster thing I'm seeing is the best. I love it. Oh, you should post a picture of that. <laughs> I, I will definitely definitely take a picture of it because this monster is fantastic. <laughs> Let's see if I can. Uh, so the game is definitely upload and show this to yeah, you. I don't see. know what the name of it is, but it's great. Oh, okay, so that's a very like basic monster from the beginning of the game, and <laughs> he's fantastic. Yeah, he's like I want a plushie of that. He's like he's like a weird duck-billed platypus with a mohawk and a tail on him, like a like a longer tail. And he's fighting with a, with like a mandragora, like a floating plant monster. And so the guy you see on the right is Eric, and you can kind you can't see his hair on the screen because he's still wearing his hood. But in the picture you sent me, you can see his blue hair from the character icon on the bottom right. And then mm-hmm. the main character you can definitely see on the bottom right that he looks just like Trunks. So, but this is a good representation of what the beginning of the game looks like. And I should add that the character, the battle system also has like a tactics mode where you can essentially have the game fight for you while meeting, while playing with a certain style. So you could be like, oh, I want you to fight but use limited magic. Or I want you to fight but I want you to use like a balance of magic and, and swords or whatever it is. And then you can basically just click fight. And if you have it set to like to the AI mode, you can basically just sip some coffee while you watch your characters duke it out with these other monsters. So you don't have to play so they actively. They did that in 12. Didn't they do that in 12? Final Fantasy 12? I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like they did something Final like Fantasy that. 12 was that weird one that had the active time battle where you would basically yes. be able to move your characters around freely, but you still could yes. only attack when you had waited a certain number of seconds. Yes, yeah. So... So Dragon Quest is really good so far. I'm really interested to see where it's going to go because I really am still in the beginning stages of the game. But at this point, I can definitely say that it feels about as about as good as I would have expected from Dragon Quest. And there's really nothing about it at this point that I would say stands out as being, oh, like this is bad. The only thing I would say is that it doesn't feel modern because it's just it feels like a classic RPG game. It's not... It doesn't have action RPG elements. It doesn't have online play. It doesn't have, um, like, you know, capturing monsters and evolving them. You're not, you know, so it doesn't have all, a lot of that other stuff that games like Persona might have. But it looks nice. I like the cell shading over the CG models. It's beautiful. And you know what? Like, Dragon Quest VIII came out, like, 13 years ago. And that game was also cell shaded. And it looks... It looks really nice even today. And I think it's just because the cel-shaded stuff kind of holds up better. It's a little cartoony mm. and just, I don't know, for some reason it just looks better than other, like even the, even like the old Sly Cooper games still look decent. So, so it's pretty good. So do you think this is a game that you're going to be getting eventually? Will, 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 will you be able to pry uh, yourself away from Warcraft? <laughs> Maybe eventually. No <laughs> promises. See what happens first. Look, I need this hyena mount so bad <laughs> in Warcraft. That's all I've been farming for. I want this hyena, hy- hyena. so bad. <laughs> yeah, there's a hyena mount, and <laughs> it's just so silly. I need it. <laughs> hmm. 
<clears throat> it's a rare drop from these mobs that you kill. So that's all I've been doing is running around killing mobs. So you've been farming your ass off. You've been farming the shit out of these mobs, trying to get this hyena. <laughs> yeah, I've been, oh man, because I've been doing dungeons lately, trying to get up gear for raiding. But I'm a DPS, so my waiting queues are stupid long. So in between that, I've just been farming mounts. That's all I've been doing. <laughs> so like I've been bouncing between trying to get the hyena and there's um this dinosaur mount that you can get in one of the older areas. I've been trying to kill those guys too. But they're really low drop rates, so it's it's painful. <laughs> like is it a, is it like an oppressively low drop rate or is it a, or- Oh yeah, it's like a 0.02% chance. <laughs> that's ridiculous. But I mean that's for the hyena. I don't know the dinosaur has a I think a bit higher, but the mobs that spawn are rare spawns. So when you're going around, there's people just all over the all over the areas for each one that spawns cuz they're trying to farm for that mount for the uh the uh monster that drops it to spawn. <laughs> I don't see any sales data yet regarding Dragon Quest Eleven yet? I, it might be too soon okay. to hear this to, to have any sales information about it. But it uh, it outsold Final Fantasy Fifteen in Japan, so <laughs> it, it's definitely it definitely has a pretty strong level of popularity behind it. And I, I know that it's not going to do as well as it did in Japan, most likely. But I think it's it, think it's still going to be a, a, a substantial success. I think a realistic goal for this game would be about a five million units sold type number. I would say. And it already did like 1.8 million in Japan, so they're well on their way to that number. And Japan's such a small market anyway. But mm-hmm. so so, but you never answered the question. Are you do you, are you gonna get Dragon Quest? Eventually, <laughs> not right this second, but eventually. <laughs> Maybe um, when there's a sale going on, I might buy it on Steam. That's fair. Yeah, and by the time you get finished playing your Warcraft expansion, it's probably gonna be like two years from now. So the game will probably be on sale <laughs> by then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I, I would really encourage people that are playing. Oh, oh, there's another cool picture you posted. Those little cats. Yeah, look at those cats. Those cats are amazing. I want one. <laughs> yeah, and now you can see Eric's blue hair that he's got. It's kind of like a, it's kind of yeah. like a blue green, I guess. So, yeah. So what you're looking at in these pictures is basically exactly what Dragon Quest Eleven looks like. Very cartoony looking. Um, the monsters are kind are oftentimes very cute. They're adorable. I want that cat. It looks like these characters' names are uh, Eleven is the, is the main character, which is a weird name, and the other guy's name is Kamu. I don't know. They they obviously have different names in Japanese. Uh, I should note that this game is very very separated from its Japanese counterpart. the The character names are clearly different. I mean. I see, like, this guy's name is Kamu, as opposed to Eric. Okay, like, not even close. The game does not have a Japanese audio option. So, if you're buying this game... Oh, I forgot to ask that. I was going to ask if they gave you the option to download it, like Persona. Not that I've seen. I I will be downloading it if they offer it. I was told that for some reason they were very adamant about not having the Japanese track on the game. I wonder if it's because... The game was maybe they needed the disc space and couldn't afford to take up, you know, the space of another hundred hours of talking in a different language. Yeah, 
But I could still see them offering it as like uh, downloadable content because that's what Persona did. I would definitely buy it, but I haven't seen it. So so at this point, I'm playing it in, in English. And for those of you that have played Dragon Quest before, the English voices are not always ideal. A lot of them are British voices, but that's not why they're not ideal. They're I, some they're oftentimes like very Cockney. Is that the right term? Like hello, like uh, hello, what? like you know they they oh, talk yeah. hello, hello. Yes. oh 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 governor. <laughs> like they talk. Oh, some of the characters will talk like that, which is <laughs> which I find annoying. But that's just how Dragon Quest is. Like I don't I don't know who made the decision to make the voices like that every game, but. They're not all. In the, they're all tracer. The, they're not all like that, but there, there's always a couple characters hanging around that that do speak like that, and I find it annoying. So I'd like to change it if I can, but I, I can't. So, but if, but for those of you that are listening, if you're playing Dragon Quest Eleven and you want to have someone to talk to about it, you should definitely join our Discord because I'm on there and I am definitely more than happy to, to discuss any of the cool shit that's happening in Dragon Quest Eleven with you. And there's. There's going to be at least a handful of people on there that are also playing it. So mm-hmm. I definitely recommend you head to our website and look along the top and join the Discord if you want to be a part of that conversation. I saw a bunch of people mentioning that they're buying it. Maybe that's why they're not posting. Maybe they're too busy. They're too busy playing. Oh, they're probably they're probably like your Warcraft friends that are like way ahead of you. You know, it's like I'm <laughs> yeah, like, probably. I, you know, I was about as excited for this as anybody could be. I'm level 11, and somewhere on our Discord, someone's already beaten the whole game, I'm sure. So, Oh, I'm sure. It's insane. Some people were max level the night that Warcraft came out. I'm like, how? How do you do this? They probably got the game. It. it took me like two weeks. They probably weeks. got it early. <laughs> there are also people that like sit in rooms and just grind, and then they have like celebrations when they finally hit max level. It's ridiculous. I've seen videos of this. They also don't get as... Uh, distracted as I do because <laughs> I'm like oh that place looks cool let's go over there forget all these quests that I'm supposed to be doing and they don't and oh that's another thing Dragon Quest 11 has a lot of quests in it there's there's item crafting and there's quests so like you'll be walking around and you'll you'll notice a little purple icon on your map and the purple icons generally mean there is a person or a being in that spot that has a quest for you and then you can go to get the quest handle whatever the requirements of the quest are and then you get a reward for for doing it. Um, none of the trophies are missable, so you don't have to worry about missing out on a trophy. It isn't like you're gonna, you know, be screwed if you did. If you like, you know, don't get, don't grab one item from someplace. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I know. Cool. I'm happy you're having fun with it. I'm gonna though. have a lot. I hope you get to play more. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna play it tonight. I'm gonna have a lot more to say about it. You know, once I finish it, I think I'll probably come back and have a have a larger conversation about Dragon Quest. The, the, these are sort of my first impressions. I would say that if you're a fan of Dragon Quest from prior from prior entries in the game series, you're gonna love this one. If you're a person that you know would rather play like a Kingdom Hearts style game where you're just kind of mashing and hacking and slashing as like an action RPG, might not be the same speed you're looking for. But I'm definitely enjoying it. So, all right, let's wrap it up here. Um, we got to do. We, we, we got a main podcast to do, but I hope everybody enjoyed enjoyed listening to our hobby addicts. And we're definitely going to come back and have more Dragon Quest talk in a couple months. Thanks for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you for supporting the podcast as always, and we will see you next time.